What's up? It's your girl, Jessie Real, and there's no intro, there's going to be no outro, because the severity of this topic, for me, I feel the importance needs to be focused on and not distracted. So there ain't no Justice Gems, um, and it's only because we're currently still in the midst of fighting this problem and this issue that it's, 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 really, it's really pissing me off, okay? Because y'all know I am a TV fiend. Like, I love TV. I love series. I love movies. I'm a very cinematic media person. And given the fact that we just had my Saw Raw, Sydney Simone on here, who is a, you know, multimedia journalist and is a reporter, outside of just focusing on what I had brought up with the statistics of the median of reporters, especially at that African-American reporters, we need to discuss what's really the issue here at hand, which is this episode calls Pause, Stop, Rewind Residuals. Because if y'all are like me, I am a 90s kid. I, w- I always tell y'all I was born in 1990, but like a lot of great TV, as y'all seen in my series that I had for black sitcoms or like BET, Black Endangered Television, it's, it's becoming more of a prevalent epidemic that needs to be discussed. And I might not be versed in it, but I do have an opinion and I have thoughts. So again, this is personal stories along with society and culture. And this is part of society and culture that affects somebody like me who adores series. And a lot of my series are probably going to come to a halt because writers are not being paid what they deserve because they're not getting their residuals. So yes, it's time for us to pause, stop, rewind residuals okay and this is important and i probably will probably do a part two on this later down the road because this hasn't happened in the last 15 years was the last time it happened and i don't know if y'all remember when girlfriends just had this abrupt end to it because it was a writer strike and we got the worst i want to say the worst but not one of the most memorable I guess you could say it's memorable, but not in a good way, but one of the most memorable endings to a series that we loved and adored. Um, So this lasted for seven months, 15 years ago. And given that we're at the pinnacle peak of it going on and just beginning with the WGA strike, we need to discuss it because a lot of the, you know, a lot of shows and stuff, they go into syndication after 100 episodes, right? And that's when the residuals start flowing. So you have shows like, you know, The Parkers and, you know, Moesha and A Different World. Like, there's a lot of shows. There's other shows like Friends. Y'all know me. I ain't about to talk about these white-ass shows on my black-ass podcast. It's just not going to happen. But y'all get the point where their syndication comes into play. And when residuals flow, they're giving the way to keep people having money in their pocket. Like... The writers are major to a lot of these shows because without the writers, there are no shows. You have the actresses, but the actresses are not comprising up the words of what's necessary to create the episodes. And when residuals are flowing, they're now giving a a place where it's a stop and they need to reevaluate the residuals because streaming has now been a thing. You have Max, well, HBO Max. You have Hulu, especially Hulu, who premieres the episodes next day. You have a lot of streaming that came into play thanks to the world of digitization where it's not normal cable television rerunning where you're able to get the money for residuals like it was before for compensation. It's now where it takes streaming, which is pretty much a lump sum payout 
that's given to to series or production that is just like this is the money we giving y'all that's end all be all y'all get what y'all get but meanwhile you got streaming companies like disney paramount that are making massive amount of millions on top of millions on top of millions where they are profiting off of these series profiting off these writers and literally trying to push their way into the ai format to be able to not really need writers but i feel like personally just like accounting like it's not going to be something where people are going to fully ever rely on ai to do something that a writer is created to do like a human being can be more relatable than artificial intelligence any day like you can have somebody count your money for ai which is going to be cute but computers are programmed where they can make mistakes so you're going to trust a human to always be the back end and i feel like that's where i think we need to have that rewind and residuals for job security because a lot of our favorite shows, like for instance, you looking at Stranger Things, they got to put Stranger Things on hold for this season because the writers are on strike. Like, I don't think people understand the domino effect of how this is going to really be able to impact television and movie production beyond their wildest beliefs. Like a lot of what's coming out now, because especially around right now, a lot of fall television shows are going to be end up being delayed because writing typically starts around now in June. So if you don't have writers in the writer's rooms, literally comprising for these fall shows, what is going to be left? Like a lot of shows right now are either in their season finales or mid-season finales, X, Y, and Z. But a lot of fall shows that we love and look forward to in the fall to kind of give us that comfort, it's like they're going to be missing in action. Like, Miss Pat even made it a part of herself to do her due diligence to say, hey, the Miss Pat's writers are taking a strike because the rest of their counterparts are taking a strike. And y'all know, first of all, me of all people, I love me some Miss Pat. Like, that's my anxiety show. Like, that's the show I've watched one too many freaking times to count. And if y'all know me, y'all know I got a little recognition from the Miss Pat show Twitter. When they were like, we love you. I was like, I love y'all more. Y'all don't understand. Like, where that's my comfort show. So season four is not going to happen no time soon because of the compensation situation. So it's like, if we never got the real true final episode of Girlfriends, and got slapped with endless reality TV. Like, that's when TV, reality TV became, like, a spark. Like, think about it. You had Flavor of Love. You had, like, all these shows. Like, you had Bad Girls Club. Like, reality TV took over because these scripted series were not getting the compensation needed for them to be able to provide us with the TV we love. Now, if you think about it now, the reality TV we got now, bro... The reality TV we got now is so scripted that it's not even reality. It's just tea of what they want us to think is real. Like, Real Housewives of Atlanta, to me, is just scripted. Because after looking at the, um, what was it? Speak on it with Candy and Kenya. How they, like, kind of focus where they want to push a narrative for certain scenes is like this is not reality you don't want to have a you want to have an organic genuine conversation and they're over here trying to push you to have the conversation in a certain way to force you to just go ahead and go straight to the drama like reality tv is not reality tv and 
I'm saying that as somebody who's watched Real World, which is the first ever reality TV show on television in the 90s, because y'all know I love me some Heather B. Okay, shout out to Heather B. Happy hour with Heather B. That I've watched TV, Tammy Roman being a part of season two, Real, Real World, Los Angeles, where they literally created role rules as a spinoff to Real World because they literally cross country road tripped from Tennessee to Los Angeles. That was reality TV. Seeing people in real life, real time, going through real situations. This shit now, thanks to the fucking Kardashians and dumbass shows like Real Flavor of Love, has been so warped and distorted that reality TV is not even reality anymore. Like, it's unscripted reality to me. I just feel like it's a bunch of bullshit. So, it's a fluff piece. Like, you look at Mona Scott Young, who has fucking love and hip-hop. This shit is not love and hip-hop how it was originally when you had Jim Jones and Chrissy on there literally showing the ins and outs of being in love while you have somebody who's in hip-hop. Now it's more so we're trying to get the viewers and have drama and not even focus on reality of the hip-hop and the music, but focus on the drama and the bullshit. And this also comes to the situation of... Puh, well, yeah, I'm going to just fucking say it. I don't care who mad. It's the reality that people who are not melanated are owning the fucking franchise and conglomerates that produce our TV shows. BET is not black owned. Hence why Tyler Perry and another individual, another gentleman, is trying to take back and make black entertainment television black entertainment television. I told y'all in this in my BET series, which is black endangered television, because a lot of these white owners are owning these fucking franchises like Viacom, Disney, all this other shit where they don't need to be owning, where now you literally have Love and Hip Hop crossing over into MTV, which at one point, if y'all don't fucking know your TV history, MTV wouldn't even play fucking hip hop. Hence why Yo MTV, Yo MTV Raps was created. Hence why Michael Jackson was the first ever black video to be exposed outside of the normal punk rock culture is what MTV is, music television, MTV came on to, where you now have the transition of VH1, because you know VH1, MTV, and BET are all under the same fucking umbrella of Viacom, where they're pushing that over into MTV. Because why? That's where the white audiences are. So now it's like BET is taking on MTV shit. Because I go on a BET Plus, I'm looking at it, I'm like, yo, why is MTV shit on here? Go to Paramount Plus, you see a lot of BET shit, CBS, all this other shit. And it's like, yo, there's not really much black out here. And there is, but it's like, you got to go to BET Plus because that's really where it's exclusive. But who about to, not everybody trying to pay that $10 a month. I, for one, will because y'all know, like I said, Miss Pat Show is my show. But it's a situation where it's just like, we need to get back to the origins of being shit, being black owned. We need back to go back to Soul Train Awards. We need to get back to the BET Awards where shit is focused for us and not having these fucking pale-ass people owning shit and rights to what we fucking create. TikTok's another fucking prime example. Y'all seen when the TikTokers, the black creative TikTokers went on a strike, the, the trends of a lot of shit declined because they're the creators. Once again, we're creators of a lot of shit, i.e. living single, friends, hello, hello. A lot of shit can't move if we don't fucking shake. You feel me? So I need us to get the residuals. Like to find out that fucking Monique and Countess Vaughn are not getting fucking royalties off the Parkers. And y'all have that shit streaming on Paramount Plus. 
fucking BT Plus. Like, y'all got this shit streaming across Netflix, multiple platforms, and y'all not giving them their just doing their royalties when you're literally using their faces and them as actresses on a fucking hit TV show. Like, when does the fucking, the greed, the individualistic capitalism that is being pushed constantly is fucking frustrating for somebody like me who values the core implementation of what it is to be black in America and step outside the stereotypical bullshit, bruh. It's really pissing me off that a lot of black writers or people I know that are in production are not getting paid with their fucking worth. And I, for one, am not one who wants to get slapped with endless reality TV, especially right now in this day and age with the fucking controversy we have going on in the government and society as a whole where trans people can't live their best fucking lives and have to worry about if they're going to be able to go outside and come back in safely. I don't need any more bullshit being fed for, for children of the latter generations to feel like a lot of this fucking bullshit is okay. Like y'all heard uh, Sydney say, watch your local TV where if you want to see shit that's not biased, watch your local television. And this is what I'm talking about. Like we have enough bullshit and, and fucking confusion going on where we need these writers. Shout out to Boston University for telling the chief, the CEO, who was their commencement speakers, like, pay your writers. We don't want you here. Because this, it, and mind you, this is a predominantly white institution saying this shit. It's not even hard enough that it's the writers that are being affected. But think about the black writers. It's even worse because there's a stigma where blacks already, it's not even stigma, it's, it's statistical. Where black writers or black people as a whole are already paid less. Women get paid 68 cents less to the dollar than a man. And that's talking about a white woman. So imagine being black. Imagine being a black woman who's a writer. You feel me? You have people like fucking Robin Thede who are out here with sketch shows who need the just do. And y'all are literally willing to pay her fucking lump sum for her creative genius. This shit is a slap in the fucking face. So yes, we need to stop, rewind, and we need to stop, pause, pause, stop, and rewind residuals because this is a conversation that needs to be discussed. I'm invested and I stand behind WGA 100%. And then think about it. SAG Afro about to come next. Yeah. SAG Afro about to come next. And I think they have their negotiations coming up next when it comes to their actresses. Like when I seen uh, Selena's, Selena's Levas went ahead and posted how internationally Orange is the New Black is like a phenomenal show that's like internationally known. Shorty, not her, but one of her co-stars got paid $27.08. Everybody knows about Orange is the New Black. Orange is the New Black was on for seasons. Seasons with phenomenal cast. And they're not getting paid with their just do what they own because of the streaming service. Come on now. It's getting crazy. It's getting fucking crazy. Writers are important, especially for rewrites. Y'all think that the, the actresses and actors we see step in front of the scene where they don't probably write a, write a show or write a scene and they're like, nah, we need to have this rewritten. Niggas is really out here willing to go ahead and just write, go with whatever the writers originally created. Rewrites are necessary because if the shit don't flow, 
you're not going to get the viewership you need, which means you're not going to get the residuals or the money you feel like you deserve if the show is not giving what needs to be gave, which is allows you to be able to know, is it going to be a green lit for another season or is it going to get canceled? When I say this shit is so important, y'all, and it's a domino effect, it's a domino fucking effect. And as an accountant, money is what I can always talk about. But logic and common sense for a lot of niggas who are just fucking greedy, like these fucking big ass enterprises, is fucking ridiculous. You really just gonna put out a show and not have no fucking rewrites? Rewrites are necessary. And I think for me, because a lot of these enterprises are based in California, we know California and New York are probably the most expensive places to live in the United States. California would probably be more than New York. I don't know. It probably is even. I don't really give a fuck because y'all know I left New York. But the point of the matter is Paramount is in fucking California, right? People are barely making anything when it comes to management fees, taxes, etc. We're talking about 26K in California. You are literally taking money out of people's pockets to provide what they barely are barely surviving on to just live, given the cost of living in California is ex expensive as fuck. 26K is nothing. Nothing for the hours, time, diligence these people are putting into these shows. And they have to pay other people just to do what they love. And y'all telling me y'all not trying to increase residuals? Y'all not trying to pay people for their work? Get the fuck out of here. 26K. That's like below minimum wage. That's like fucking working at McDonald's if you want to be fucking a stack. Like, and then you have people who are providing this and living off of this wage and have kids. They have families. They have people that they're taking care of. And y'all telling me that there's no need to have a discussion or negotiation and y'all not trying to fucking negotiate the fucking audacity of you motherfuckers blood sucking venom is what the fuck they're trying to go ahead and put out there and you want to know what i think it is is pretty cool though outside of all of this is a solidarity there's a solidarity where, you know, the Canadians and Australians are, you know, downing tools to not just be scabs for the U.S. strike. Like, they're probably reaching out to them and like, yo, can you guys step in? We need some scabs. But mind you, I didn't know what a scab was for real, for real, until like I literally researched this shit because I was like, this topic has to be discussed. But when I researched this on some shit, like, they're really probably trying to recruit scabs that are non-union workers to fucking have them do rewrites and work. And they're like... Canadian and the Australians are like, we're not going to help y'all. We stand with our fucking brothers and sisters that are part of the, you know, WGA. So the WGC, the Writers Guild of Canada, the Australian, Australian Writers Guild are like, uh-uh, don't call us. We ain't got nothing for you. We stand with our brothers and sisters. And that's what it fucking takes is solidarity. You might not be a part of it. You might not be in it in the full thick of it and being fully affected, but solidarity goes a long fucking way when you are able to support something that you know when wrong is wrong, even if it doesn't personally affect you. Same thing happens. If we did this in the black community, it would be fucking chef's kiss.
Solidarity goes a long way. The energy to show that there's numbers, visibility in numbers and saying that no matter what y'all do, the numbers are going to stand against y'all is something that they're not fucking ready to be able to withstand. And if you have AWG and WGC along with many other guilds, writers guilds standing behind them, y'all want this to last seven, seven months was the last one 15 years ago. That's a long ass fucking time to literally stand in solidarity and not get fucking paid. And the economy we're fucking living in, I don't think anybody's willing to risk that shit. But even when you have the WGI standing in solidarity, like streaming is really ripping off residuals that are due to writers. And if it was up to me and I was home, baby, I'd be picketing outside of New York nonstop. Now, the thing, the issue for me is I'm talking about it now because it's now coming where it's not much controversy in conversation. You feel me? Like two, two, three weeks ago, it was constant, 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 constant. Let's talk about it. Talk about it. Talk about it. Everybody's posting. Everybody's doing whatever. Now is a time where it's starting to die down and not much conversation. And y'all know me. I'm the type where I want to talk about it when everybody else is not talking about it. Because we're not going to keep it silent. The same I still talk about suicide and mental health awareness. This is Mental Health Awareness Month. Okay? I'm going to constantly talk about it when people are not talking about it because it's not a fad for me. It's not a trend. It's something that I really do advocate for just doing due diligence of what the fuck is right. And y'all are wrong as fuck, y'all streaming platforms. Y'all are wrong as fuck for this shit y'all are taking food out of people's mouths right now and because y'all motherfuckers are fat full with gluttony sitting on your fucking high ass hogs y'all don't care about who's affecting because y'all pockets are getting fucking lined and let me tell you something just be real has an issue with that shit so let's be fucking for real pay your fucking writers pay your writers and pay them what the fuck they're owed Give the residuals that are just due while y'all are lining y'all fucking pockets trying to live off the ethnic, ethnic cultural backgrounds of a lot of these storylines that these people are writing for. Y'all got y'all first black Ariel. And y'all know black folks gonna go around and run out and support Haley Bailey. Holly Bailey. Y'all know this shit. Yet and still, y'all have no fucks to give because y'all know majority of majority of your patrons are gonna be of of, of color. Because why this is the first of many, and y'all got billions in y'all pocket that are able to align with the salaries that are just due to pay y'all fucking writers, and y'all acting like y'all didn't receive this fucking money because y'all blown it on yourselves. Trying to have a fucking tax write-off like y'all motherfuckers pay taxes as is now. Like, fuck out of here. Fuck you. Higher minimum compensation is all they're fucking axing. Acknowledgement of who the fuck they are is all they're fucking axing. They're asking to be paid for the work. Just like how you people give you... How many of y'all motherfuckers go to work and work a 9 to 5 and get paid? And y'all wish y'all would go to work and work 8 hours. Y'all supposed to have a 40-hour work week. And then y'all get paid every two weeks. So how often you fucking get paid? And you don't get the money you deserve after knowing you put on the time, hard work, and, you know work ethic into your job and you don't fucking get the pay you gonna be the first one up there like oh wait my check is short da, 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 da. you're gonna fight for what's right so do the same for these writers advocate spread the word make it known like it's to the point where they're avoiding many rooms shrinking the number of writers to higher short-term work causing lower wages and contracts are y'all understanding this? Like, they're literally trying to minimize writers 
and their contributions because they're trying to push into the AI format. Same thing's fucking happening with music. Little do y'all know, like Timbaland made this fucking AI of Biggie. We don't want that shit. We want the real thing. Like leave shit where it's at. Stop trying to fucking make everything digital because it's not giving the authenticity y'all wish it would give. Give me y'all trying to cut costs, but it's a genuine authenticity when a writer is an actual human being who understands the message and the work of what's trying to be portrayed on our screens. I don't understand what the fuck is so hard or what's making it so difficult for y'all to fucking realize this shit, but I'm gonna need y'all to get y'all shit the fuck together. And do it fucking fast. Because as long as there's breath in my body, I'm going to pause, I'm going to stop, and I want y'all, I'm going to make sure that y'all make it known to rewind these fucking residuals. Because these people deserve it. And it's not free because they're paying fees to be a part of the WGA. Okay? These people are sacrificing their lives to doing what they love. And I respect them wholeheartedly. And from me to y'all, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for creating TV that I love. Thank you for creating TV that helps me with my anxiety. This is what I say. Shit is a domino effect. If I didn't have the Miss Pat show, imagine what the fuck I would. I don't know because I've been power suicidal what my life would be like not having a comfort show, a show I can watch that as many times as I watch it, it brings me some sense of joy and comfort. That's what TV does for a lot of us. And put the respect on their name when they reach that 100th episode of a syndication to allow them to get the residuals they fucking deserve. If you don't stand for nothing, you'll fall for fucking anything. And they need our support right now. So support the WGA. And if you personally know somebody out there that's a part of the WGA, please let me know how I'm able to support in any way in solidarity because I stand with them. As I always say on air, let's keep it real. And always remember, be real, be true, and always be unapologetically you. I'll catch y'all on the next one.